Swayze has done a lot of pop <laughs> For sure he is. Less than Wilt Chamberlain. But you, uh, oh, who hasn't? Well, do you think Wilt ever or Oh, God. Uh, he just... We have to... <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is unbelievable. Uh, so ooh. much so much sexiness in these podcasts. Yes. Welcome to Bad Movies and Beer, a podcast. <laughs> I'm Nolan. Uh, I'm Cooper. You think we should do that again? Is that... <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> Today we are talking about Patrick Swayze because we just watched uh, Point Break. Yeah, man. That wasn't the introduction I was going to do. I was going to ask you if you're more of a Johnny Utah or a fucking Bodie. Who do you identify with more in that movie? Holy shit. It's probably got to be Johnny Utah, which saddens me so much because he's like a way less cool character. I'm Yeah. I For me, Bodie's whole like freewheeling spiritual thing doesn't that's not that's not me man i'm such a rule follower man like <laughs> when he threw away that badge at the end it crushed me a little bit <laughs> oh my god spoilers right into it oh. oh my goodness so we are as you mentioned talking about point break this is the last episode before we take our mid-season break we are literally at a break point what a better movie Woo. than to watch point break and wow. you know what also i gotta say coming off of finally a movie making it into the Bad Movies and Beer Hall of Fame. Yes. Last week, oh. Silent Night, Deadly Night got a 19 from you and a crit from me. Huge scores. That's a awesome. rousing success. Yeah, I feel a little bad for not giving that a perfect 20 now. I I just couldn't say it was bad enough. That's how much I liked that movie, which ah. was a problem, right? I, uh, I just really enjoyed the choices that the writers and directors made in that movie. It was terrible. <laughs> like, it was a bad movie, but I good. thought it was really smart and really fun. And, uh, but I feel a little bad now. I feel like it should have gotten that perfect 26. Well, I mean, it got, it got it from me, though. Always sees it from one of us. There's yeah. no chance that no, both of fair. us are going to get one. So, first one ever. Maybe we'll have a second one here today. The beer we're drinking today. Mmm. From the Kona Brewing Company in Hawaii. Big Wave Golden Ale. Big Wave Golden Ale. Yeah, and I had never had this before, so I'm excited about this. I'm a little more excited than you are. Just open mine right there. (laughs) Yeah, a little premature. That's okay. Yeah, you know. So you've never seen Point Break until we watched it today. Yeah, first time with Point Break. And you've never had Kona beer before. First time with Kona beer, so it's exciting. This is an interesting one because I don't know... It seemed like to me that you were struggling a little bit with, is this even a bad movie? Yeah. Certainly for the first half an hour of this movie, I was like, there is nothing wrong with this movie except for some of the acting. Well, that's the thing. Some people, when they heard we were doing this, were like, what the hell are you talking about? That It was yeah. like a hit. It was, you know, nah, it wasn't exactly, it wasn't a huge, it kind of got mowed over by Terminator 2 was out at the exact same time and yeah. just decimated it as you can imagine. But yeah, man, okay. this is like, it was a hit. It's obviously loved by a great number of people. I actually saw this movie, not as a kid in theaters, but I was in Pittsburgh in February before all the COVID stuff happened. And I saw this at the Row House Cinema which is this amazing movie theater in Pittsburgh that is connected to a craft beer store. And you can drink beer while you watch the movie. They have like taps there that you can buy anything from the beer store. They speed chill it for you. I feel like our podcast should be sponsored by this Oh my God, it's incredible. And like if you're ever in Pittsburgh, you should go. It's great. And they happen to be, it was Keanu Reeves week because they show kind of like older movies. And so went and saw Point Break. It was fucking great. Like the atmosphere in the theater... People are just having a great time. I'm sure the alcohol played a part in this, yeah. but everyone's laughing at like great. Keanu Reeves. And just, when you know. COVID is like kind of cleared, like when we're kind of good, we need to plan a road trip down there for, uh, I think, a B&B episode. Oh my God, 100%. That would be 
thrilling. We'll see what they're playing. I mean, hopefully they make it through COVID okay because it's a really cool, really cool business and like it, just a great place to see a movie and have some beer. So big shout out to Row House. And yeah, man, like seeing it in the theater then was, I think it almost would have been better than seeing it like when I was a kid because at the time, even when this started, we start with this, you know, some sun-drenched waves and some dramatic music and you were like, is this a fucking drama? Like, is this, like how, <laughs> how serious is this movie? It started like we were feeling on a, a, a serious tone. And we we almost get that pretty soon or pretty close to that too. The surfing's not serious, but then they introduce our main character here, Johnny Utah. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the first ridiculous laugh. Uh, I start to figure out really quickly. I'm like, is this a fucking cop surfer movie? Yeah, and and yeah, it is. Uh, I, although he's not a police officer, he's a new inductee into the FBI. Yeah, we see him at the shooting range, just mowing yeah. down targets, and it, well, he hits them all. According to the guy there, a hundred percent Utah, <laughs> which is just like great. Johnny uh, Utah. This isn't like the John Matrix Hall of Fame of ridiculous names. Oh my god! And then we get introduced to the maybe most annoying acting performance of the entire movie, which is saying a lot. Oh, his boss? Yes. Holy fuck. Yeah. So the new boss, well, his new boss in LA, played by Dr. Cox from Scrubs. It's John C. McGinley, or is it just John McGinley? I can never keep track of who's, whatever. He's there. He's basically just a drill sergeant. He's yelling at him, tells him he likes his agents not to drink, not to smoke. They got to eat healthy. And (laughs) there's so many good fucking lines in this. Yeah. And this is where I was like, this is not a bad movie, Cooper. This is yeah, yeah, where he tells him that he takes the skin off chicken, and yeah. that really really impresses him. Yeah, but then because Johnny Utah is a badass who won't just play by the rules, he then picks up a donut, tells him he loves him, and eats it like in his boss's face, which is like yeah. he's coming in real hot. Oh yeah, he 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 is, and apparently though he's earned it. We find out that he was like a star football player in college. He yes, he was an all conference like football player. Could have gone pro if he hadn't had a knee injury. Yeah, so I guess he gets his uh, his sort of confidence from that. Got a lot of swagger. What does his boss call him, or what does he say to him at oh, the end God. of their diatribe? Hey, you're a real blue flame special, aren't you, son? Young, dumb, and full of cum. I know. <laughs> It's like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, man. And then have you ever <laughs> expressed that to somebody? No, I have never ever no. accused someone being full of cum. That's a weird thing to say. Like, is, is it's that almost mean, like a compliment. I well, think. does it mean that he's like hasn't came in a while? Like he, I don't know, he's man. like uh, in sexual need, or uh, like just, I don't think young people hold more semen than older people. <laughs> <I'm not sure. laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to get a, a urologist in here. Uh, a urologist or uh, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Man alive. And then he tells him that, well, they must have been an asshole shortage since they sent Johnny Utah there. But as he's walking away, Utah's like, not so far because he's the <laughs> asshole. So, oh my God, man. Uh, also, this is so great. We're just firing all cylinders here immediately because then Johnny Utah meets his partner slash mentor. Yes. And it's Gary Busey. Yeah, so good. Angelo Pappas is the character's name. And oh, it's Gary Busey. He's doing some diving training. He's blindfolded. And as he's blindfolded, he's ranting about this bullshit. He calls him a blue flamer also. Yeah. This new partner he's got. And as he's saying this, Johnny Utah walks up and hears it is like oh can you believe this shit and he's like I know and then he realizes it's him and they fucking they immediately bond yeah of they course. were best friends for life instantly yeah and from there we cut to the first bank robbery that we're seeing of the ex-presidents it's four dudes in president mass Ronald Reagan Richard Nixon Jimmy Carter and for some reason Lyndon Johnson yeah weird weird pull I'm like they don't have like a Gerald Ford mask because that would be chronologically yeah it was a strange pull I agree 
Also, I you know what? I would never. If you're like, was that Lyndon Johnson that mask? I have no fucking oh, idea. I, I had no idea. No idea. What I he recognized looks like. Nixon and Reagan. Sure, and that was it. And Carter, like, you didn't recognize Carter? Uh, I was a little bit sketchy on Carter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we see they are a very organized, effective bank robbing team. They stick to the cash drawers. They avoid die packs. They're in and out in like 90 seconds. And also, they seem to be they're having fun. We find out that they have robbed 27 banks in three years. They are the best bank robbers that Gary Busey has ever seen. But as he's talking about this, we see Gary Busey kind of getting made fun of by some of the other agents. Yeah. Apparently, he has this crazy theory that these guys are surfers, okay? Because they have tan lines and the counter was scuffed and the scuff had like a mixture of sand and the wax that's commonly used on surfboards and all their robberies happened in the summer. Now, he doesn't give this theory up right away. First, Keanu Reeves has to kind of fire him up a little bit. <laughs> in an extremely dramatic scene at the crime scene. Listen, you snot those little shit! I was taking shrapnel and caisson while you were crapping in your hands and rubbing it on your face! You mad? Yeah, I'm mad! Good and mad! Yeah! What do you want to do about it? It feels good, doesn't it? Like you're still alive, right? Yeah! He does like a you mad bro. This was like the first... Yeah. I think, I think this is the first time you mad bro ever happened was in this movie. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. <laughs> and then Busey gets yes and then starts explaining to him the crime. Keanu basically figures that Gary Busey is like a burnout. He's given up. You know, he's kind of like whatever. Yeah. But no, this gets them all fired. They're going to catch these guys. And they celebrate by both pretending to surf and going, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And neither can surf clearly at this point. No, they've got a plan, though. Keanu Reeves is going to go undercover. But first, he's got to learn the moves. They figured it would be better to send him out than Gary Busey. Yeah. Fucking 45-year-old <laughs> Gary Busey trying to mix it with the oh my like God. That Steve Buscemi 30 Rock fucking meme. Hello there, fellow kids. You know where he's like. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been, I don't know. Yeah, it right. might have made for a better movie. <laughs> I, oh god it would have been a lot harder to take it seriously for sure it would have been funnier yeah. for sure so he's gonna learn the moves how hard can it be well we get a smash cut to him just getting his ass kicked by waves he's terrible he almost drowns but he's saved by a lady named tyler who is played by Lori petty who i assumed you would know from a league of their own but no <laughs> surprisingly you know her from tech girl which is batshit crazy to me. Of I just all the heard movies her voice and I was like, yes, this is the woman from Tech Girl. <laughs> and you've seen I was that so movie. Excited. I own that movie. Oh my God, that's incredible. We can 100% watch Tank Girl. In fact, we will. I promise you now. We will watch Tank Girl because that's crazy to me yeah. that you own and love Tank Girl. That's awesome. Holy shit. That's going to be something. Anyway, she chides him for being out of his element. You know, he's going to get himself killed. And, you know, he shouldn't be out there. He's a real oh. amateur dick face. This comes up again later as well. It was hilarious. When the two of them have their first sort of, like, conversation together, it's just bad actor meets bad actor. <laughs> and and <laughs> Tears on the Water is playing in the background. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> laughing my ass off because that's what's going to come. I They're feel like it, right? the tone, man, for sure. Oh, God. Later on, he watches her get changed and snags her license plate, runs through the old database, finds out that she's got a criminal background and her parents died which he thinks is great he can use this to get in with her so sure enough he finds her and tells her that his parents died and he did everything for them and trying to learn how to surf that's for him and he convinces her to teach him yeah and it's so hard to believe the story that he puts on that i can't believe she does right like if it wasn't for the sake of moving this movie forward she would have like just walked away from him immediately but you know what if she can do her own background check a lot of his things are facts like he did go to law school yeah. he did he did play football right True. and if she can and if we 
meet very sensible people who recognize him as a football player. Yep. So it's going to lend credence. Like most good lies, it's built on a small amount of truth. So she takes him out to go learn to surf. She does. And he's not doing great. The next morning, people are <laughs> laughing at him. But he and Tyler are bonding. And by the end of the day, he's learned some stuff. And also meet Bodie, who is basically just like king of the beach. He's a surf god. We get the slow-mo of him just carving up these waves. She tells him, tells Keanu, that he's a searcher. And he is searching for the ultimate ride. <laughs> I think she also describes him as a modern savage. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like, holy cow. And yeah, they definitely try to build up the badassness of it's him. It's just in trailer bait. They're just oh my throwing God, out yes. these trailer yeah. bait lines over and over again, <laughs> the ultimate ride. So we go from them, him searching for the ultimate ride, to a beach football montage and leather <laughs> well yeah he, oh god i know well he uh, it turns out he knows tyler yes knows tyler wink wink and as he's kind of meeting johnny utah sizing each other up some of his friends Bodie's friends are throwing a football around and they throw it in that direction utah makes a nice catch which makes sense because he's a former football guy yeah and we cut to like you said this night football action sequence half the guys are wearing jeans a couple of them are wearing like leather vests yeah and like uh tyler's playing in her bodysuit of course, in this football game, Johnny Utah just shines. He's uh, throwing these, you know, great passes and chases Bodie down. Now, sorry, when I say he's throwing these great <laughs> passes, <laughs> he's not good, uh, man. He's not good. Well, they don't actually show any of the results of his throws. I think it's a were, lot of quick cuts. You were saying to me that they hired someone to professionally teach Keanu to throw a football. Yeah, apparently, he can't throw for shit. He's and it awful. was a struggle, right? Yeah. Like it didn't happen. <laughs> like I guess the guy who they uh, brought to train him at some point just threw his hands up and was like, "You guys are gonna have to edit this shit." <laughs> and that's what they do. So, which is worse is acting in this movie or is football throwing well in this movie it's his acting because they cut out the throwing but i think in real <laughs> life it's probably a real tight competition yeah so he shines in this game bodie turns out knows who he is recognizes him and after that and he kind of impresses the other surf guys yeah. there he's pretty much in with that gang i guess you know college football in the states pretty big deal and so even though you'd think these surfer guys would be like organized sports fuck that they're all like whoa all conference like yeah i don't know maybe it did get him an in i don't know he he tackles Bodie really hard, and it yeah. looks like they're all going to fight him, but instead they no, sort of Bodie's, stick up for Bodie's him. Bodie's down with it. Yeah. He's down with it. You get tackled by Johnny Utah. He's going to tell me about that for the rest <laughs> of his life. The next day, Johnny Utah is getting yelled at by his boss. He brings his surfboard into the office in oh. what is just a hilarious fuck you to his boss. God. But they've got a lead because a hair from one of the robberies contains traces of elements that are found in waste spills that happen in certain beaches. And so if they get more samples of hair from different beaches, they can figure <laughs> out which beach oh. they surf at because it turns out that surfers are territorial, see? Yes. So I didn't know that about surfers. Well, this is sweet. They start using science and surf knowledge to yes, crack sir. the case. They have to go to those beaches and start ripping hair from surfer dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. They got a little mini montage here. It's yeah. really just two scenes. They're very short, though, where... Both Gary Busey and Keanu Reeves, under the flimsiest of pretenses, like steal hair from surfers. Oh, oh God, man. It's, it's so it's, silly. It's really bad. And Reeves is trying to put on his surfer dude, like yeah. persona as he's How doing. How is he so bad at that? It's so bad. You he's think so he would have it. to learn to do it, but he's he talk normally. Can't. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh. Anyway, they find a match. It's a Latigo beach i'm saying that correctly yeah i think so which this is i love it he's just like oh it's a good beach nice point break they work in the title i'm just like yes sir we did it there was a point for love when that happens yeah. every time yeah so then we see that keanu's out there surfing on this beach trying to scope everyone out he's not making any friends we get the impression this beach is a kind of a little bit out of his league you know because he's kind of stealing people's waves and getting all crisscrossed at one point him and some other dude like collide so he's keeping his eyes open for a group within a group 
but he doesn't need to look too far because they end up finding him. Yeah, so when he crashes into that other guy, that other guy punches him in the face and then cuts his board free. And then they find him in the shower, that guy and three others, and they decide that they're going to teach him a lesson by beating the shit out of him. Yeah, so these guys have really weird and interesting names. One of them is called War Child, and one of them is like Bunker. I forget they have all these little catchphrase names. But they end up getting a little scuffle here. He's getting his ass kicked. They're fucking him up pretty bad. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, Bodhi saves him, tells him to back off, and they don't really back off, so they get in a fight anyway. Bodhi and Keanu Reeves end up just clearing out this gang. Yeah. No problem. Just beating the shit out of them. Yep. As they're walking away, Gary Busey, who's concerned because Keanu isn't like answering his walkie-talkie and doesn't have his gun or badge, yeah. almost blows his cover, but he recovers nicely. <laughs> He's doing a pretty good, like, lost dad routine. You did a great job. That's... Actually, Gary Busey was pretty good in this movie, I you will say. You defend him in everything. <laughs> you defended him in Predator 2 yeah. and you defend him in this. Yeah, he was great. But I agree. He's enjoyable. Yeah. I did a good job of this. <laughs> So it turns out that these guys are into some shit and, you know, Johnny Utah inquires if it's illegal shit. Bodhi doesn't really know, but he explains the spiritual side of surfing to Keanu Reeves and how these guys are not down with the spiritual side. It's a real eye-opening moment here. They're down to get radical, but they're not spiritual at all about the surf. That's all they're down to do. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Utah and now Garrett, they think they found their guys. So they're working on getting a warrant to check these guys out. In the meantime, Johnny Utah goes to the party with Tyler, and this is quite the scene of this party. There's some dancing, slow dancing to some music with some tequila shots and making out with women. Someone's like uh, like spraying flames out of their mouth. What do you call it? Oh, yeah. You got a fire eater. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. there was a fire eater as a part of the crew at the party. And then they sort of transition out to the beach, which I guess you expect from a surfer movie. Yeah, we get a little, we get some surf stories. They're kind of comparing, you know, biggest wave and all this stuff, big wave riding. And <laughs> <laughs> was that an innuendo? Oh, Did God, you get a little? <laughs> I don't know. They, like, they ask him and they argue about what the biggest wave on the planet is. And this is where Bodhi predicts there's going to be a 50 year storm in yes, Australia next, next year. year. It's a twice a century occurrence at Wells. And he says, in talking about this, you know, Tyler's like, these like, big way of riding is for idiots. Like, you know, it's macho bullshit, too much testosterone. And his response basically is, if you want the ultimate, you got to be willing to pay the ultimate price. <laughs> Just man alive. Yeah. So they're setting something up here. No foreshadowing at all, I don't think, on this one. No. And unsurprisingly, all of Bodie's gang is up for it. They're so up for it. Tyler writes them off as a bunch of goddamn adrenaline junkies. And she's worried that Johnny Utah is going to kind of get sucked into this world. Yeah, she doesn't want this guy who she's fallen for pretty hard pretty quickly to become like those others. Now it's time for some night surfing, yeah. which I gather is more dangerous than day surfing. Yeah, I would think so. You can't really see as well. And like figuring out how to hit the waves or pick up the right ones is probably pretty so. dangerous. It's a very logical explanation. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> and you know what? Johnny Utah is worried about this too. Luckily, Bodie kind of guides him and they have a like a nice conversation while they're surfing, which I'm like, is that even possible? <laughs> Yeah, this is crazy. So he has a mentor at work. So we got this guy who is like an ex-professional, or like not professional, like a really good college athlete, gone to law school, now going to the FBI. He's being mentored by his FBI buddy, mentored by a surf woman who's now becoming fond of him. Yep. And he has a spiritual guidance mentor. <laughs> He's just open for business in yeah. terms of mentorship, this I guess. This guy is just growing Johnny by leaps Utah just, and bounds. He needs so much guidance. If only he had an acting coach at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the guidance that he needs. Yeah. I mean, this is the one thing he Holy doesn't have. Holy shit. And oh, I mean, man. I love Keanu Reeves. I've enjoyed many of his movies, but 
the way he delivers any line in this movie is laughable. Much like when we watched Conan a couple weeks ago and we were like, you can tell Arnold Schwarzenegger is still trying to figure it out. Yeah. This is pretty early in Keanu Reeves' career. And like, let's be honest here. No one's given that guy a Best Actor Oscar. And he, even now in 2020. But back in 1991, like he's still getting his legs underneath him a little yeah. bit. I mean, he was pretty, I guess he'd done Bill and Ted before this. Both of them. Yeah. And those were popular, but... He was not a good actor in either of those films. Well, they weren't asking him to do a lot no, either. Let's yeah, be honest yeah, here. Exactly. They're asking him to do a lot more in this movie. And maybe <laughs> maybe he wasn't ready. Too much, much like the surfing, he wasn't exactly ready for yes. it. Yes. So the other guys in Bodie's gang, they go to grab some food. Johnny Utah stays behind with Tyler. And, you know, they're out there floating and just talking in the moonlight, yeah. gentle waves. She gets and, a little cold. Oh, yeah, it's cold. But not for long. <laughs> He's going to warm her I up. I was going to say, pretty soon it gets real warm. They have a little ocean slash beach sex. We don't really know which or maybe a little bit of both. Starting one, finishing the other. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about beach sex. It sounds like a lot of sand. That'd be the worry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't enjoy sand. I choose In that face off, I'd choose the ocean. I'd go yeah. for the ocean right. sex compared okay. to beach sex. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I appreciate you divulging that. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're leaning that way also. I would choose the board over both of those things. This is all going to yeah. be an edit. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, I haven't seen a waterbed probably, right? If you're on yeah. the surfboard. There you go. Okay. The next morning, Johnny Utah wakes up on the beach and realizes he's late for the raid on Warchild's house. The warrant has come through. Oh, fuck. That raid goes about as bad as a raid can go. Oh, my God. They are not prepared. It's not much of a raid. It is Johnny. Well, first, Gary Busey goes and knocks on the door and pretends he's missing his dog this time. Yeah. Johnny's kind of hiding at a back door or like a... No, he's not the back door. He's at like the side window. And then two other FBI agents. So there's no one really prepared to a raid on a house with four well, guys. It's even strength. There's four of them. There's four of the guys, except the guys have a couple of uh, women in there who cause a lot of trouble in this raid. And a lot of automatic weapons. Oh God, they're sitting on a giant cache. I like the one in maximum overdrive. They just have tons of <laughs> yeah. like, giant guns. This goes badly. There's tons of shooting. Johnny Utah gets his ass kicked by a naked woman and then almost gets his face taken off by a lawnmower. Yeah, this was a weird sequence. Like, he gets beat real bad, fights another guy, and then, yeah, almost that, gets his face thrown into a live yeah. lawnmower. That naked woman was a Hellcat, man. She took him down. She's done one of the other agents. She stabbed She's another got a lot agent of fight in the back. In yeah. Yes, sir. I don't know what's going on there. The point is, this is not great for his first ever raid. It's no, not going well. It goes horribly. And then we find out that not only did it go horribly... There was a plant in that house. Yeah. A DEA agent is already undercover there, played by Tom Sizemore. Yeah. Nice little cameo. <laughs> and now there's already a debacle, like, you know, in front of the scenes. Now it turns out behind the scenes, they've also ruined this because they've blown his entire operation. And it turns out these guys are not the bank robbers. They can't be because one of the banks got robbed. They were in Florida. So yeah. that one's not going to track. I mean, he did figure out that they were bad dudes and like they were running drugs and other stuff. So Taking them out probably wasn't a horrible thing. Except the DEA already yeah, knew that. They're I trying know. to find the connection. So he really blew they it They didn't here. get the suppliers. Utah so has, he screwed up hard. He screwed the pooch, as they say. Yeah. So then we transition. Well, it's the next morning. We find He's in bed with Tyler in his bed with all black sheets, which is... <laughs> Yeah, that's a dicey proposition. We both question that. There's a lot of stains that would show up on black sheets. That's not a good choice, I think. Black sheets are a uh, black sheets are a tough one. So he gets woken up, and and who's there? It's Bodie and the boys, and uh, they are gonna go for a little morning surf because there's some big waves breaking out on whatever fucking beach we're talking about. Yeah, they go out there, and as they're all surfing, one of Bodie's gang pulls his pants down and moons the other one, which is what one of the robbers did in the video. That's how Gary Busey noticed the tan lines, put his surfing theory together. As soon as Keanu Reeves sees this guy moon the others, he puts it all together because he's like, I know that ass. That's the ass from that video footage that we were watching. (laughs) Well, I mean, the fact that he hadn't put together that, like 
Bodhi's gang was the gang before now is shocking, right? Like, I guess in the timeline, it hasn't been that long he's seen that, but it's clearly the, they're crazy close, they're crazy sophisticated, they live on the edge, and they travel to all these crazy places and need funds to do so. I think they would have been pretty quick to pull that one together maybe I don't well maybe know. you should be working for the fbi instead of uh well Jonathan clearly utah. better than johnny utah probably <laughs> <but>. <laughs> so now what he kind of just he really grapples with this he really struggles a lot of consternation on the face of keanu reeves as he battles with this oh. new information he has to tell tyler that he's got to go he's forgotten an appointment with the client and he, he runs away he just sure does we find out that he tails oh, these Bodhi. Are good beers huh <laughs> there we go, ah, the big waves are feeling good <laughs> we find out that he tails Bodie throughout the day he sees him scoping out one last bank and also packing up his house because we're getting close to the end of the summer. These guys are going to be on the move soon. And so seeing him scope the bank out, they've got the next target. So they're there to do a little stakeout, him and Gary Busey. It's interesting that they didn't tell anyone else at the FBI that this was happening. I guess they were worried about it going as bad as the other one. I was going to say, yeah. probably they're, no, at this point, they're like, you know what? You're on timeout for now, Utah. We're not sending out yeah, more guys for you to help get you fucking stabbed and ruin another operation. But if they had, if it would have went a lot smoother. Oh, for sure. Yes. He and Gary Busey are scoping this place out. They decided to take a little lunch break. Gary Busey inexplicably asks him like five times to get not one, but two meatball sandwiches. This is fucking hilarious. Utah, give me two. Yeah. And then he regrets not asking for a third because he was hungry enough to eat the ass of rhinoceros. <laughs> Apparently, they're really <laughs> good too. Like, what the fuck? That's great. While yeah. Johnny Utah is retrieving the sandwiches, though, this car pulls up. The ex-presidents get out. They're robbing the bank, which, you know, they're a little slow on the uptake here. Utah and Busey are really sticking the landing on those sandwiches. Yeah. They come out. The bank robbers do. We get a little car chase, which is great. It's a great action scene. They've got those boxy, like early 90s style cars. These old Lincolns chasing each other down the road. Yeah. It's just hilarious. The ones that when you turn a corner, all the hubcaps fly. (laughs) You see it happen. They lose a hubcap. But you know what? It's some nice wheel work, though. We get some nice, like, screeching turns and stuff. Slides, yeah. But of course, it inevitably ends with a crash. Basically, Bodhi torches their car. He lights the end of a fucking gas pump, like from a gas station with it, which seems incredibly dangerous oh, to God, me. Yeah, this was ridiculous. I guess all these guys live on the edge, so they're going to try it. But often, whenever that happens, you hear that that goes right back up into the gas tank and you get a giant explosion. But it is well, Hollywood. It is. So he makes a makeshift flamethrower, torches their car. And while it takes a little time to do this, Keanu Reeves catches up to him. And it, we get a foot race. Yeah. Because now Bodhi's separated from the rest of the guys. And this foot race is actually also a great action sequence. This is probably like the tightest, best, like five minutes of this movie, this car chase foot race. It's really well done. Like it's it's shot really well. The chase is fun. There's like a couple humorous elements with people as they're busting through the houses. At one point, point uh, Bodhi throws a dog at him. Patrick yeah. Swayze <laughs> just throws a dog at Keanu Reeves. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, so it's a pretty good chase and then what happens after they sort of exit the houses and head towards a ravine well eventually yes they can make it to like a re- kind of similar to the one that uh, the truck chase happens in terminator 2 yeah i was thinking exactly yeah it's probably filmed in the same kind of area i would imagine right? probably yeah. a lot of those around los angeles Bodie jumps down lands it keeps running keanu reeves jumps down but he's got that bad knee that killed his pro football career and sure enough it goes out in him and that's bad bad news for him he's screaming in pain but He's got a shot. He takes his gun out. He's aiming at Patrick Swayze. He's got a shot, but he they make eye contact and he just can't pull the trigger. And this is where we get that famous scene that was discussed in the movie Hot Fuzz yeah. where he rolls in his back and shoots in the air just <laughs> screaming. Oh my God. So man. I think Hot Fuzz is the only reason I know that scene. Like, oh, that movie is great. I love that movie. Um, and 
like I expected it to happen in a much more sort of like meaningful way. Like I thought he had him like dead to rights or something. Apparently he did, but he was like yeah. 150 meters away, climbing up a fence, uh, wearing his president's mask. And then he decides instead to shoot in the air and scream. I can't do it. Doesn't matter though, mate. You know what? He's a, he's far away, but we find out Johnny Utah doesn't miss 100%. We saw it in the shooting range. 100%. And his partner tells him the next day, Papas, he knows what's up. He's like, you don't miss. Maybe you're getting too close, Johnny. You're getting too close to these surfer guys. Speaking of getting close, Tyler can tell there's something that he's not telling her. <laughs> and he really wants uh. to, but he says, he tries to, he can't quite get it out. And he just says, man, this is hard. And I think he's talking about acting because Jesus, <laughs> man, this is so terrible in this scene. Uh, I wrote that down too because his acting... Any dramatic part, any time where he's trying to be serious is not believable at all. In fact, I could see where when you were at the theater watching this with others, it would have just been nonstop laughing. Oh, this is 100% one of the times when everyone laughed. Yeah, you're just yeah. constantly trying not to pee your pants because his acting is so <laughs> He's not good, man. He is uh, not good. So now they know that he is an FBI agent. They all yeah, know this. Oh, so yeah. we get Bodie and the gang trying to debate what to do. Should they kill him? Nah, Bodie says... This just raises the game, okay? Because this, what this really is about, this is just about them, the free-spirited surfers, against the system. Yeah, they are going to fight for the human spirit. They're going to turn him. Don't worry about Utah. Bodie knows what to do about him. We cut to a sleeping Johnny Utah. Someone's approaching him with a gun. They shoot the pillow right beside his head. It turns out it's Tyler. She's figured out he's an FBI agent. He's a son of a bitch. He lied to her, etc. And she leaves. Why was his gun and badge hanging out where she could find it? Yeah, that's. I wondered this too. Like, does she do a deep dive in his house? Is she snooping through closets and stuff, well, or does she just fucking leave it out because he's an idiot? And she already told him like the night before, like they passed out, that like she knows he's a guy, and it's hard for him to explain this shit. Like she knew he had shit to tell her. Yeah, it seemed like she kind of made her peace with it. So I don't think she does go snooping. I think he just probably leaves it out because he's a it, fucking she moron. had to. Yeah, I don't know. He tries calling her and stuff. He's really trying to tell her how he feels. This is also Can't some atrocious acting. Yeah. Later, the, his door buzzer goes. So he assumes it's her. But instead, it's Bodie. And he says, come with me. You're going to love this. Yeah, he sort of like sweeps him up. Like, it was sort of, yeah, like I couldn't believe he just so easily went with him. Dude, nothing about what he does, the choices he makes in the next five minutes make any sense. No, so he goes with them. He leaves his gun because he yep. doesn't want to grab it. But like they know he's an FBI agent. Yes, they do. He knows they're bank robbers. That's also true. So he just happily goes along with them to see what's happening, right? Like and what's happening is we're taking it up a notch. <laughs> skydiving i mean if you're the ultimate thrill seekers this has to be a part of your lifestyle so like you said why does he go with them in the first place that's crazy he yeah. wants to be more crazy is agreeing to go skydiving you're like he's good there's, there's no fucking parachute yeah. it's gonna be it's, it's gotta be yeah, a trap, i wrote, right? immediately wrote down well there's gonna be no shoot he's dead yeah and sure enough he gets the shoot and he's like hey who packed this and Bowie's like, what, you don't trust me? And they start playing musical shoots. Everyone's passing yeah, their shoots all over the place. they're setting it up like he's going to be done. And so I'm like, well, this is fucking stupid. And then he jumps, which is the stupidest thing you can do. Like this, We're both assuming there's no parachute in here. Yeah. He's going to fall to his death. And he just goes. And he loves it. He yeah, fucking loves he it. He has a great time. And then he sort of almost plays chicken with Bodie as they're like approaching the ground about who's going to pull their shoot last. Oh, yeah. Well, first they circle up and he, Keanu Reeves the whole time has this big dumb smile on his face. <laughs> he's the fucking happiest he's ever been. This is incredible. They all get in the circle holding hands and then it's time to pull the shoots. And it turns out it's not a trap. He yeah. pulls a shoot and the shoot comes they out. They just wanted to take up skydiving. Also, they're having conversations this whole time. 
which I wasn't sure about the surfing. I'm 100% sure about this. <laughs> this is impossible. You cannot have a conversation uh, while scouting. You, you mentioned Mythbusters a couple episodes yeah, ago. Yeah. They did a Mythbusters about this and proved it is impossible to have a conversation while skydiving. So that fucks up so many Bond movies, so many yep. uh, other movies that take place. They also the do it like three times in this movie. Yeah. And like, it's not, not, even, not even real. They do it a lot. But who was a tremendous skydiver? Swayze. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. Swayze was amazing. Well, he apparently, they actually did this. Like The real actors, at least Patrick Swayze, did yeah. the real skydiving. That's he did awesome. like 50. And so I'm sure by the end he was very good at it. But yeah, he's doing like flips and twists yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, like, man. holy shit. Good for you, Swayze. I think I saw a double sow cow at one point. <laughs> he's just, I'm not gonna, he's really got it. Yeah, he had. So they land. They're all safe. He survives the jump. But it turns out Bodie does have a plan. They're not really going to turn Johnny Utah. But what they've done is they've taken Tyler. They've kidnapped her. And basically, if Utah doesn't let them leave, she's going to get hurt. And when confronted with this, Utah gets upset when he realizes there's no way to arrest them or stop them right there. They have to get where they are to free her. He basically flips and is like, we're wasting time. Let's go. We Let's do what we can to free her. Now, this isn't the only thing they have planned for uh, Johnny Utah, though. No, they have one last bank job, need some traveling money. It seems like, as we're on route, that maybe Bodhi is starting to lose it a little bit. There's some cracks happening here. Yeah, and Keanu snaps at him, and this is probably the worst line in this whole movie. <laughs> he tells him, Bodhi, this is your fucking wake-up call, man. I am an FBI agent. Oh, dude. He's so uh, bad with that yeah, line. This is where Swayze's telling him that he's going to help them oh. with the uh, bank robbery. And yeah. uh, apparently, Johnny's not going to, but he is. He's got He's got no choice. Yeah. But they don't have a mask for him. So when they go in there, he gets on camera. That's going to fuck up his FBI career. This time, though, when they're in the bank job, in not in keeping with what they normally do, they're going to hit the vault. And I think the reason for this is, we were talking about this, like he must realize kind of the game's up now. Like they know who they know who it is. No more. They know who's under the mask. This needs to be one last big score. Yeah, he's trying to get as much money as he can so that he can get away free. He's not going to have any scores in the future. No, but when you try to go in the vault, that takes time and things go wrong. And we see that because one of the people in the bank is an off-duty cop and he's got his gun with him and he starts shooting he tags Bodie in the arm. He hits Johnny Utah in the chest. Luckily, he's wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah, Johnny Utah is fucking flashing his FBI badge saying, undercover officer, undercover officer. It doesn't matter. He's shoots just him. Yeah. shooting everyone down. Yep. He also gets Roach in the chest, but again, bulletproof vest. And he shoots the youngest member of the gang, whose name I actually didn't catch. I don't remember his name. I don't remember either. Gets him like kind of above the vest. He's yeah, like between like the neck, neck and the area. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the end of him. He dies. And so Bodie ends up killing this undercover cop yeah. or off-duty cop, which you can tell really rattles him. Like Bodhi is shaken at this point. Yeah, he was not a person for violence. Like he wanted to get the high himself, but he didn't want to hurt others in that. Yeah, he talks about that. He mentions that to Reeves. Like, you know, I can't do this. And so the guy who takes Tyler, he's the violent one, right? But Bodhi, he's against it. Now he's killed a guy. So this is, we're kind of past the point of no return here with Bodhi. Yes. And they leave Johnny Utah behind. He kind of knocks him out and they take off and they're just off, man. So later on, when people come to the bank to kind of clean this mess up, the FBI tries to arrest Johnny Utah like as an accessory, the whole thing that he's thinking that he has been turned. Yeah. And his boss is yelling at him and yelling at him. That's <laughs> so bad. It's pretty it's bad. Just, I just, I'm so mad at that character. Such a cliche also, uh, the, the yeah. yelling cop you boss. Who did make it a less nuanced character if you tried? 100%. So Gary Busey has had enough of this. Yeah. And he just punches the guy out. It was great. Busey, great again, being a hero. He's, <laughs> he's everyone's hero. Yeah. Busey being the best. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're off Busey and uh, Johnny Utah are trying to catch up to this gang and they do they catch up to them at an airfield but this quickly goes south also this goes yeah. south almost as fast as that fucking raid on Warchild's house does 
Gary Busey gets shot and eventually killed. But before that happens, he kills another one of the gang whose name I also don't know. The guy with the mustache. He was Jimmy <laughs> Carter, I think. Yeah. And he severely wounds Roach, the guy in the Nixon mask. Yes. Bodie ends up grabbing Johnny Utah and throws him in a plane and they are airborne. They are flying to Mexico. With Roach. With Andrew Roach. Well, sure. Because he's not yeah. dead yet. He's just injured. Yeah. Not dead yet. Yeah. So... They're airborne, and if they're in a plane, you know what that means. We're going to have more skydiving. <laughs> I was like, are we really doing this? Big there's, time. There's some, like, I wrote down acting is awful again. I'm not sure how yep. many times I wrote this down in my notes, but it was definitely more than normal. It's the most obvious note. And it was often, almost always about Keanu. Yeah. Well, Roach at this point is in really rough shape. He's starting to feel a little bit cold, and Keanu Reeves tells him that that's because the blood's leaving his body, and he'll be dead soon. I hope it was worth it, he says. Kind of kicking the guy while he's down there. Yeah, real hard. But I guess he did kill uh, Gary Busey, so, you know. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Keanu Reeves. I know, actually, he wasn't as upset at uh, Busey's death as I thought he should have been. He was more upset when he didn't shoot Swayze in the fucking chase scene. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was sort of so... I guess he likes Swayze more. He likes his spiritual coach more than he liked his FBI mentor. They have some... There's something there. There's something with that relationship where, like... I kind of think they're a little bit in love with each other. Yeah. It's romantic, but they can't let it be. Something like that. I, I get yeah. that vibe. Yeah. Um, so they're in the plane. Bodhi ends up helping Roach out of the plane by basically just like pushing him out the second and throws his like yeah. increasingly lifeless body out of the side of the plane. We had to. It had all the money attached. Yep. To then Bodhi jumps himself. Utah's in the plane. He throws a bit of a tantrum. Oh, so when he jumps, <laughs> he basically says he's beaten him, right? Like he says, yeah. I got you. No so, shoot, so Johnny. Says, what are you going to do? You. Yeah. Yeah. And er- then he's throwing this tantrum and then I just scream at the television. Because... This really happens. Keanu Reeves grabs a gun and jumps out of the plane with no parachute. <laughs> it's really happening. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I actually, I was kind of happy that it happened. It had to, I mean, the movie should have been over probably 15 minutes before this. Sure. It's stretching really long now. And I'm like, when is the conclusion? <laughs> if he just splats the ground, this movie's got to be done, right? Yes. You actually predicted this earlier. The first time. Yeah. Like, you can jump over the plane with no parachute yeah. and survive. I and did, it's like, I well, did predict that that was going to happen. Yeah. I just thought it was going to be the first time they went up the plane. Nope. It's this time. And... We get a little bit of like an air chase. He's trying to catch up to Bodhi in free fall, which yeah. he does. And they have more conversation. And they have also have a very late parachute pull after a bit of a standoff. Who's going to pull the chute? Johnny's got to drop the gun to pull it. Yeah. They pull that chute late and they have a rough landing. Yeah, it's, it's a big tumble they take because it just sort of slowed them enough that they didn't splat. Yeah, but Johnny Utah fucks up his knee again. Oh, yeah, it's already injured. Anywhere, now it's yeah. real injured. Yeah. So Utah's fucked. They see Roach and Roach is, he, I guess he lived long enough to like pull his chute, but not much longer after that because he's just dead on the ground. The yeah. money's kind of blowing around in the wind. And since Utah can't catch up to him, he threw the gun away. He can't move. Bodie's just kind of in the wind, man. He's free. First, he releases Tyler, and then they grab the money and Roach's body, and he jumps in the Jeep with the guy who kidnapped Tyler, and then they're gone. And we were like, how does Johnny Utah get out of this desert? Yeah, so Johnny Utah's there in the desert with like a fucked up knee. He's there with Tyler, who's wearing just like a white negligee. Yeah. And you're like, this is not good being lost in the middle of a Mexican desert. Nothing's around. Yeah. So, but fast forward, apparently they're both alive. But again, how? I don't understand how. I don't know. Like the temperature of the desert, he's going to die crawling in the desert if like a rattlesnake doesn't kill him first. Even if they find someone, what are the chances that someone who will be like, oh my gosh, let me get you some help. Anyway, somehow they they survive. survive at some point. And now we get a dissolve to Keanu Reeves driving in some very heavy rain and we hear an Australian voice on the radio and we immediately <laughs> reach the same conclusion. Yeah. 
the 50 year storm it's coming we know it's there it's funny this movie started in the rain and ends in the rain too he's yeah just man soaked in both of those he goes to the beach but no one is going to surf in that weather one of the locals tells him it's death on a stick mate <laughs> Yeah, that was a weird line. But I sure, like sure enough. Yeah, you, like they had to tell us that this like insane waves and 50 year storm was dangerous. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, Keanu Reeves lingers and he looks out there, kind of squints a little bit. And he sees he sees one man who's not leaving the beach. He's standing there staring out at the waves. Wearing his poncho. And now we get a little reunion. Yeah. He walks up, throws the Reagan mask at Patrick Swayze's feet and asks him. Do something, brah. <laughs> oh no and then we have a bit of a diatribe between the two of them yeah well he tells him it turns out he's been like one step behind him the whole thing yeah. tracking him for months he keeps like finding little clues sports yeah just misses him by a little thing but now he's got him and Swayze's not gonna go gently they have a little beach tussle yeah this is a pretty good fight um at one point he like kicks uh Swayze kicks Keanu right in the chest knocks him down and then he j- jumps on top of him and starts choking him in the waves here yeah, he's going to drown him, but as this is happening, Keanu Reeves handcuffs the two of them together. Yeah, he can't run now. No, he can't, and Bodhi is furious. The Australian police are showing up. We got a helicopter, and guys kind of charging the beach. Bodhi realizes he's just like, this is not going to, he's going to jail. This is it. It's the end of the road, but he begs, he begs Utah to let him get out there for just one wave, just one wave. It's a once in a lifetime. Where can you go? There's cliffs on both sides. You can't paddle to New Zealand. And so Johnny Utah, who has tracked this man for months, <laughs> this man killed his partner yeah. through his actions and other people, he fucking uncuffs him and lets him go. Yeah. Just the whole moment of Swayze's life has been building to this. You couldn't stop that. Oh, How man. can you prevent that from happening? <laughs> the Australian Utah's- police show up immediately after this happens. Well, and they say to him, you got to let him go. And as G walks away, Johnny Utah says... No, I didn't. And then we see Swayze paddling out into the surf and trying to ride a massive wave and just eating shit. Yeah. <laughs> he gets dominated by this wave. He eats shit on the biggest wave you've ever seen in your entire life. And it smashes down on top of him. And at that point, Johnny Utah is walking away. He just throws his badge in the ocean. Yeah, what is that? It's just, so he's done. He did what he needed to. So he's out. Credits. We're at the credits. Yeah. Same, man. It's so over. did he quit? Might he had to. I know. But so so then did Swayze win? He, well, here's a better question. Did Swayze, Swayze dead? He dies right at the end? No one really knows. This is very debated. Maybe they joined up and now the two of them are robbing banks. No, man. Sequel. He, he, Swayze dies. Look, Sequel. Here's the thing. Johnny Utah walks away and he's like, no, this is it's over. We got to get this. He's man. not. The Australian police will get him. When he comes back in. He's like, he's not coming back. He's yeah. done. He he knows that like, you can't serve a wave that big. I mean, he did say he couldn't live in a cell, like he couldn't be caged. He would rather yeah. die than be there. So they they are suggesting that he dies. Hundred percent. Sure. I think I think they want us to believe he's dead. Now I have friends who believe they want they just want to believe that he lives. Yeah, they well, want to believe that he's out there somewhere surfing, like at one with the universe. I'm like, nah, guy, well, he's dead. Fair. He's he was the hero. Stop it. After Gary Busey, like Gary Busey is definitely hero Johnny number Utah one. Johnny Utah is no, the hero. Uh, no. What about Tyler bravely Saving navigating her way through yeah. difficult relationships after no. the tragedy of her parents? No. I People think they want Bodhi. you to like People they want you Bodhi. like Bodhi more. He's a lovable guy. Yeah. Until he kills a bunch of people and gets his own dudes killed. He didn't want to. That but fu- he did. That fucking cop in that, if he had it just laid there, like he was told to by the security He was guard. playing a dangerous game from the jump. Yeah. 
We're, our, our debate is exactly what everyone debates. Uh, you said at the beginning you're more of a Johnny Utah. Stop it. I definitely am. I, Except I, you, would, I, you I, would swim back in and grab the badge and come back and like polish yes, it exactly. up. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to quit. I would have had to attract him down and seen him like go away, but I would not have been able to throw away my badge. There's no way. Would you have uncuffed him though? Would I have uncuffed him? Yeah. Yes. I wouldn't have. Well, he shouldn't be. He should be in jail. Yep. For sure. But if if that was my spiritual like mentor, it would have been cruel to see that guy live in that cage. Your spiritual mentor killed a guy, man. He killed a bunch of guys. He killed some guys, yeah. And he was responsible for a lot of death. It's true. He robbed you what like 30 plus... You want to go home to that cop's uh, family and tell him, yeah, I had the guy that killed your, uh, your father, but I let him go. I drowned him. Did he though? Yeah, he's fucking he? done. We'll never know. <laughs> anyway, this movie uh, is fucking done. And... I don't know, man. Like I, I've seen this before. Obviously, I love Point Break. It's tremendous. Yeah. There's so many good lines in it. What a way for us to go into our break. Uh, exactly. Yeah, this will like be that. a fun one to do. So Some good big wave. We'll rate it now on a scale of one to ten for how bad it is. I'll start for how bad this movie is. It's not bad, man. It's not bad. I'm giving this a seven. And here's whoa, why. Whoa, whoa, that seems pretty high. You think so? On the bad scale, okay, why is it a seven? So, Ken Reeves' acting is atrocious, first of all. Absolutely. It's terrible. He, he struggles in this movie. It's real bad. The whole sequence where he goes with them skydiving and just keeps going along to stuff that will probably end up with him being dead makes zero sense. Makes no sense at all. That's a problem for me. Well, he was sort of uh, pulled along by Swayze. He was in. Like, Swayze's a convincing gentleman. He's got charisma, that's for sure. A spiritual leader. His boss at the FBI is okay. a stock character. Well, I hate that guy. Don't like it. Yeah, that guy. Don't like awful. it. I didn't like that Gary Busey died. I mean, when you kill the hero of a movie, it's always sad. That's, pro- <laughs> <laughs> That's probably more of an enjoyability factor for yeah. me. But no, man, you know what? Like, if it, was, if it was a better actor, this movie's not bad at all. Keanu Reeves acting is so bad that I have to move it past like a 50%. Like, yeah. it, it's, it's on the bad side of 1 to 10 bad for me. It's a 7. What okay. about you? That's... That's fair. It's hard. I found it tough. If we were rating it earlier in the movie, it again, like I feel like as some of these movies go on longer, they can be really enjoyable for like the first 40 minutes and then stuff starts to trickle. This one definitely carried itself better as we move through. Um, I think the bad scale for me is a six. So we're pretty close then. You're giving me shit for a seven. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Seven is real close to 10 to, to me though. <laughs> That's I don't know. one closer. I... I don't know what's the like lowest bad rating I've, we've given a movie. I don't even know at this point. Uh, I think it's a seven or a six. I feel okay. like a six, maybe six was enjoyable for one, but I feel like there might six. have been a six so, in there. Yeah, and I think that's fair with this movie. Well, it, if you think it about is, it, like five would be neutral. Five yeah. is like not good or bad. It's kind of just there. Okay. So realistically, it's probably the second lowest bad number you can give. It would be a seven. You'd be a six. So. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm giving it a six. So stick with that. Okay. How enjoyable though for you? Good question. I can't even believe you're thinking about this. Yeah, My I, answer is automatic. You, you got it right now. Do you give it? Give it out. We're going to break the way this usually goes. Yeah, though, usually I, you know it. It's a 10 for me. Wow. This is a super enjoyable movie. Even okay. the part, I know you said it was a little long and two hours is a little long, but it, there aren't really, if you ask me a point where it drags, I can't really tell you one. I feel like the ending dragged. I feel like there were lots of times they could have closed out the storyline between the surfers and the FBI figuring it out much earlier like i feel like if they had have ended it right after the bank scene where they figured out it was them i would have been okay with that the extra stuff behind it the like taking him skydiving again some of that other shit just pushed that kind of further for me i still enjoyed it um wait here's my counter argument to what you just said yeah okay i'll let you go 
it takes such a long time in the movie for Keanu Reeves to realize that Swayze's the guy. Yes. And once he does... But he should have realized like way earlier. Well, no, we can say that as the people who are watching the movie because we know this is all like, clearly it's him because otherwise, what's the point? If it's some random no-name actor that they find in the first like 40 minutes, of course not. Like, so okay. we know that's supposed to be the way it's supposed yes. to go. Once he finds out, then we get into the interplay, the real nuts and bolts of whatever the hell their relationship is. We still Where like know. they're struggling to... Yeah. Yeah, there's a strong romantic element, I feel. Yeah. Well, and that might be why I let him go. Yeah, maybe. He right. doesn't want to see him caged. You couldn't see him caged, yeah. Whether it's a romantic ideal or a spiritual idea, spiritual ideal, like he wants him to kind of be free. I don't know, man. Like those, I get what you're saying. And it, when you meant, like the first scene I thought of was the second, do we need another thing of skydiving? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the big action yeah. piece where he goes out with no shoot. All right. Um, with all that being said, I, I still really enjoyed it. I laughed a lot. Busey was great. <laughs> Swayze yeah. was great. I, oh I, God! Swayze what a role for him. Rose it down. He's now, really yeah. good. Um, I love to see the actress from Tank Girl. Oh God, dude! Yeah, so good. So that made me happy. Her acting was bad, but <laughs> I enjoyed seeing her appear there. <laughs> Keanu was a struggle. I really like his movies. I, I'm gonna give it a nine. I was gonna say if you come in less than a nine, I don't know what to say, man. Yeah, I'm giving it a nine. I, I can't throw the ten at it. I don't know. This is the kind of movie that if like I'm if it's on TV, I'm gonna stop and watch it. I think it would be fun to watch with someone who hasn't seen it. It was. I can tell you that it was because yeah, you so, had never seen it. I'm like, this is great. I would watch it again with someone who who it's their first time. Okay, for sure. But you wouldn't watch it again by yourself. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I'm calling you out this bullshit. There's no way. I don't know. Maybe because I love the Gary Busey. Yeah. Uh, so maybe and Swayze was amazing too. I would say. As a heterosexual man, it's I, like I'm probably getting some disagreement from different people, like women out there, maybe disagree. I think this is Swayze's like sexiest role. Oh, okay. I think most people would go Dirty Dancing if you're a lady. Yeah. Maybe Ghost. Yeah. Well, God. Roadhouse. But you're. <laughs> I've seen Roadhouse. <laughs> we're we're going to get I've there. Don't Ghost you worry. And I've seen uh, Dirty Dancing. No, but I think like him and this man, like he's got something. There's, you know. Oh, you like the, the bad boy spiritual. <laughs> actually right. i think i would if you try to talk about the spiritual i'd be like shh i just give <laughs> like don't ruin it uh, i wonder if that's what kano tried uh, <laughs> all right big wave oh love it yeah really good crushable yeah very easy to drink so we we grabbed a six pack of this and they're all they're gone. all gone yeah no definitely yes so, sir um easy to drink golden ale if you're looking for something you want to have uh Sort of out by a barbecue or by the beach. Uh, hoppy enough for you, not too hoppy for me? Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like it's not really hop forward. No, but would you want it to be more hoppy? Oh, I'll, absolutely. I always want right. my beer Well, I take that same back then. <laughs> not quite hoppy enough for you, I, but happy enough for I me. always like it, but I like the liquid aloha. I like the big wave. Super appropriate for this uh, for this movie. Oh, too. absolutely, yeah. man, for sure. No, awesome. it's great. Check out Kona Brewing Company. They sell it kind of all over the place now. I think they've been picked up by somebody else or distributed nationally. But that is it for Point Break. And as we mentioned, this is the point in the season where we are taking a break. We're going to be off for the next eight or nine weeks. And we'll be back with our first episode of the second half of season one. And that's going to be Bloodsport. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Really? Yes, sir. The Kumite. Oh, I am so excited. This Absolutely. Is now... Oh, but in between now and then we're putting out some extra kind of bonus content and stuff and tweeting out and Instagramming some unanswered questions from episodes, themes, jokes, memories, whatever. So keep checking in on social media. We are at the BMB podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. If you want to send us some suggestions or you have some questions you'd like us to answer, we are the BMB podcast at gmail.com. 
Yeah, make sure you check us out and make sure you come back for the second half of season one in just a few weeks. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Cooper. And I'm Nolan. And we'll see you next time on Bad Movies and Beer. Keep it swing. So appropriate. 100% pure adrenaline. 